All right, guys, welcome. Hey, this is James McCoy. Welcome to the JM Sports and Wrestling Podcast, where you will hear the latest in wrestling and sports. Nothing here is off limits. Let's have some fun. Welcome to the first segment on a Sunday night podcast called Wrestling Chatter. And so, guys, we're coming to you tonight because of comments made by Jerry the King Lawler on December 4th. So, Lane, say what's up to everybody. How's it going, y'all? Okay, so, Lane, so please explain what exactly we're dealing with when it comes with Jerry the King Lawler. Well, he uh, basically, he did an interview on his own podcast. It's about um, accusations. And quite frankly, I don't think he necessarily worded it right. It kind of made him look bad. I guess we'll dive into those. Okay, so why don't you read off exactly what he said, and we will, and then, then we'll jump into it. Alrighty, I'm pulling it up. Basically, I was learning, but he was the content. Basically. You got to be careful what you do. Okay, here's his comments. It said, at the time, you're thinking this is really harmless. But then all of a sudden, 15 years later, that photograph shows up somewhere. It's going to fit. going to get hurt. That's the way the country has become. Everything, 99% of the people you may think is done and just, all of a sudden, that 1% out there is going to be offended by it. And that 1% can, 99% cannot. It appears never flirted with anybody or had any kind of sexual contact with anybody is all of a sudden target in the future. And 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 that was directly a quote from him, right? Quote and end quote. The direct quote from Jerry King. Is there was there anything else he said? Um, let me scroll. Let me scroll. Uh, I want to point out that his uh, co-host is going behind everything he's saying and trying to reword it so he, no one's offended. Okay. Uh, it says Lawler goes on to rant about not being able to attitude ever like quips on commentary anymore because people have gotten offended. Um, that's all this article I'm reading says. He did go on to note that Braun and Penny match has been the highlight of the show back in the day and how we've gone so far now that they have to treat women the same as they treat men. Was there any comparisons to um, genitalia? Uh, not in the article I'm reading, but I've heard about it. Okay, so we will dive into this first part. I see. I understand where he's coming from in the first part of this, where he's saying, you know what, you can directly have, you know, you could do something, and uh, you could be guilty. You know, you could. It could pretty much come back to bite you in the butt 15 years later. I see what he means by that, and I agree with you. He worded it wrong. But should you never have a relationship with anybody? It just seems like that's where he's coming from here, and that's what he's asking. You can have a relationship with anybody you want, but you always have to understand that if a woman says, hey, you're going too far, you better stop. And I get it. There's people out there, you know, guys with guys, girls with girls, or, or, or what have you, however you want to word it. 
any kind of harassment can happen. And I mean, I mean, he's right in the sense that, you know, it could come back and bite you if you're not careful. He, uh, the king did go on to say this. Uh, it says, King Scholars published his original question further, and it, it re- re-irritated that he was talking about serious accusations like someone waking to a sect unwillingly being performed on them, to which Lawler stated, as he started laughing, then he attempted to compare that to male wrestlers pranking each other by waking up and taking photos of genitalios on their face. Okay. See, I, see, see, I've heard about that. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Thank you for that quote. I'm, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll jump into this further. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back on a special J&M Sports podcast where we're talking about Jerry the King Lawler's recent comments he made on December 4th during his podcast, Dinner with the King. So I want to go over what he said again in, in this complete order. Jerry was asked if he thought there'd be any scandals coming out of pro wrestling following the recent wave of sexual assault allegations in Hollywood. And he said this, and I quote, It appears that eventually anybody that's ever flirted with anybody or had any kind of sexual contact with anybody is all of a sudden you could potentially be a target in the future. End quote on his first quote. His co-host then continued to push his original question further and reiterated that he was talking about some serious accusations like someone waking up to a sex act unwillingly being performed on them to which Lawler then continued to state his point, first by laughing. He then attempted to compare that to male wrestlers pranking each other by taking photos of their genitals next to a sleeping friend's face. At the time you're thinking, and I quote, this is totally harmless, but then all of a sudden, 15 years later, that photograph shows up somewhere, it's gonna offend somebody. That's the way the country has become. Everything 99% of the people may think is done in jest or whatever, and all of a sudden, that 1% out there is going to be offended by it. And that 1% can speak up as loudly as the other 99% can't, end quote. So let me break this down right here. Jerry the King Lawler, you were comparing wrestlers pranking each other by taking photos of genitalia next to a sleeping friend's face. You're comparing it to sexually harassing women or potentially sexually sexually assaulting women. Have you lost your mind? Those two things could not be any further from the truth, in my opinion. I understand what you're saying. You know what? Wrestlers are going to be wrestlers. Guys are going to be guys. They're going to prank each other. You know what? Whatever. But a woman who doesn't ask for any of this stuff gets exposed to it and you're going to sit there and laugh about it and think it's funny, it's not funny. You're a 68-year-old man. And and you know what they say. They say people get wiser when they're older. Not in your case. Apparently, you haven't waken up to see that that these acts that are committed on them, whichever act you want to name, has a lifelong effect on these women. 
These women don't deserve it, Lane. Speaking, um, that's that's an issue, a subject that's actually close to home. Uh, several family members and uh, and friends have actually been through that. Um, that's something that's very it's very insensitive for him to compare the two. And I, I'll be honest, I've lost respect for him. Um, I'm not talking as far as wrestling or in ring. I mean, just as a human being, maybe he hasn't had that happen to him. Maybe he hasn't had anyone experience that. Maybe he's just trying to cover his own behind. Who knows? But what I do know is it's idiotic and it's insensitive. Totally agree with you. Look, we are in a different day and age where, as we've heard and seen on the news, all these things from new celebrities, whether they're new, whether they're news people or whether they're you know actors or actresses, are coming out now with their stories of them being sexually harassed. It doesn't mean you're soft. It just means that the women have had enough and they have a right to stand up and speak up. Now, could there be some stories that aren't true? Sure. I mean, that's, that's out there. You know, that could happen anywhere. But you know what? You don't, dis- you don't disregard what a woman's trying to say and call that soft. That's totally insensitive. And you're right. I totally lost a lot of respect for the king in that aspect. You got anything to add? Mm, this is family friendly, right? You know what? This is a different type of subject. So I'm going to let that slide. Go. Uh, I believe maybe if it happened to him, he would change his mind. I think, like, like I said, I, I have no respect for him. I, I like to give a big F you to the king uh, until he comes out and apologizes or maybe rewards it. At the end of the day, I've still lost respect. I don't think you can save face from this. And uh, he's lost his hand. We will we will do one more segment about the King, then we'll talk about Rich Swan. Guys, I will be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back as we wrap up the Jerry the King Lawler talk. So I think, Lane, I think you did a great job um, expressing how you feel. Now it's my turn. I'm definitely going to express how I feel. Back in the Attitude Era. See, I was, I was, you know, I was old enough when the Attitude Era was going on. And a lot of the Attitude Era based on heavy sexual innuendo. Whether it was D-Generation X telling you to suck it, whether it was Jerry the King Lawler saying puppies and coming up with any kind of sexual innuendo about a woman you can think of. I guess in a way, if you think about it, WWE back then kind of set this up for him to have this type of mentality. And I'm not wondering if WWE with this gets a black eye from it if they continue to keep him around. I have to say, if they don't take action on this, there should be a backlash. Because you're in a PG era where you don't even mention the word sex. And you're going to have a guy come out on his podcast and make those disparaging remarks. If WWE doesn't step in and do something swiftly and send a message to Jerry the King Lawler, I truly believe there should be a backlash. 
How do you feel about that? Well, there's been a back. I mean, people need to stand up and let them know it's not okay. Because on the podcast, he was talking about sexual harassment and and playing pranks and all that. And he's he's 60 something years old. He thinks it's okay. People's gonna have to do a hashtag or if you can get a hashtag for for anything nowadays, especially with the wrestling community, they need they need to get a hashtag going or something. So someone takes notice and something's done about well, here's it. The thing. Back when back when I was growing up, you were in that type of era where you had these things on TV like Beavis and Butthead and South Park and you had all these shows that reference sex and you had WWE coming in here trying to overtake WCW and let's just be real it was a very bad episode of Jerry Springer every Monday night with you know their sexual innuendos and their storylines that based around sex and you know and everything of that nature so you really set up a guy like him to think oh if it was okay to do it then it's still okay to do it 19 to 20 years later and he just hasn't adapted with the times and he's 68 years old he, he needs to evolve he needs to adapt because this is not okay well i get what you're saying but that you have to stop that was on a tv show right now we're talking about on a podcast that not on TV, not for a live crowd. This is him speaking on his own opinions and his own thoughts and his own way of looking at it. This isn't for a wrestling show. This is Jerry Lawler, the man, making these comments. So, yeah, you can say he needs to change with the times and, and all that, but that's 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 not on, on Raw. It's not on SmackDown. It's not with wrestling. This is him as a man. This is him trying to explain it. This is Jerry Lawler. Not the king, but Jerry Lawler's ideas, philosophy, however you want to term it. This is coming from the man, not a character on TV. Absolutely right, and, and I wasn't trying to—I wasn't trying to reference it, you know, as you know, his character should be separate from the man. And I wasn't trying to make it sound like that to make it seem like that his character carries over with him. But and in kind of a way, it does because that was the character of Jerry Lawler. He was the one that made all those jokes. He still carries it over into his personal life. Believes, granted, it wasn't in front of a live audience but you know what his podcast you gotta think man could possibly reach millions of people and so you might as well say hey it may not have been in front of a wwe audience you know live on tv but it was still live on his podcast in front of millions of people tuning in each you know each wednesday that's true and well i hope he's happy with the message that he sent out because i guarantee give it give it a little bit more time let more people hear it It'll be it'll be a bigger story. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I just hope he's happy with the comments that he made, and I hope he's ready for the backlash that will ensue. Totally agree. And, and my last thoughts on this, Jerry Lawler, is that you need to apologize, and you need to apologize soon, and you need to get out in front of this before it gets too big. And that's all I got to say about that, guys. We will be right back. We're going to talk about Rich Swan's arrest when we come back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. There is one more thing I want to say about this Jerry the King Lawler issue before we jump into the arrest of WWE Cruiserweight 205 Live Rich Swan. As I listened to the podcast, and I did not hear anything in that po- podcast brought up about what he said. So I'm not wondering if it's possible if he took those parts down. 
still doesn't make it right. Um, what I would love is if people were to call in, tell me what they think about the situation. Tell Lane and I what you think. And because you know what? I love the bit. I love dialogue. Please call in and what you think. All right. So WWE has more news today. Right, Lane? Can you believe this? It just seems like on a Sunday when it should be a quiet day, we have more news of WWE people getting in trouble. And that is Rich Swan getting arrested for battery and imprisonment. My first thought about this is let's not overreact until we know what happened, what the whole story is, because there are two sides to a story. Just like when we were talking about Jerry the King Lawler, we need to hear both sides and let the evidence go the way it's going to go before we make any kind of declaration. But if it's true, Rich Swan deserves to be fired and fired immediately if this is true. If it's true, he should be fired. But if you look at the pattern from WWE, even if he's found not guilty, like if you remember a few years ago, Emma was accused of of shoplifting. And her career suffered. I don't know if she was found guilty or not, but this stigma is going to follow him around. So as far as I'm concerned, I mean, his career is already going to be over, at least in the WWE. Emma was found guilty of shoplifting. Um, I, I do remember that story. She was found guilty of shoplifting, and WWE decided at the time, I believe, to, you know what, it was someone who made a mistake. You know, they didn't look at shoplifting as such a big deal. And so they kind of said, you know what, we'll punish you, and the way we're going to punish you is this. This, though, is absolutely perfect. Shoplifting is... Way different from battery. I'm not saying that you're comparing them, but I, like I said, I don't, I don't believe. I mean, Leon Rush, from what I understand, was done with WWE because of a tweet he made. So, I mean, especially in today's day and age, with the internet, it's going to be everywhere, all over the place. Even if he's not found guilty, I still believe that when WWE does their next round of cuts, he'll, his, his name will be on that list, and he'll have to go back to the Indies because I don't see him, at least not anytime soon, recovering just from the way today's society is. I mean, like, that's Bryant. I know this is wrestling, but, okay. I mean, there were people today at the game. <laughs> there was people at the game today, I heard, watching the Cowboys game, that were chanting really mean things to uh, to him. Yeah. And he wasn't found guilty either. So, I mean, we'll see what happens, but as I'm pretty sure, even if he's not found guilty, this is probably going to be the end of his WWE career, if not forever, for a while. You know, WWE being a public trading company, things are a lot different. I believe they were a private trading company still. It could be possible that if he was found not guilty, they, you know, they could bring him back in. You know, again, it kind of parallels with Jerry the King Lawler, you know, the whole 1993 issue where he was suspected of, you know, some sort of sexual act with an underage, you know, know, an underage girl. And after it all got settled and taken care of, they brought him back in. It wasn't a publicly traded company at the time. And the king came back and stuck around for over 20 years after that. But I totally agree with you. You know, this is a different day and age. And you are definitely not going to get now in WWE. Even if you are found not guilty, you're not going to get maybe the same benefit of the doubt that you probably would have gotten 10, 15 years ago. But again, I don't think we need to rush the judgment from the reports that have come out. It does look bad. It really does. It, But again, he'll have his day in court, 
and he'll have his day to fight, you know, these charges. And if he is officially charged, WWE has a zero tolerance policy, you know, a zero tolerance policy. They will fire him on the spot. There will be no due justice, or I'm sorry, um, due process, excuse me, for him. So let me do, so here's what we're going to do. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off. We're running low on time. Let me, we will do one more segment. I want to hear what you have to say. We'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back and we are going to continue to talk about Rich Swan. Lane, I'm sorry I cut you off there. We're running out of time in that last segment there. So, Lane, go ahead and tell me what you were going to say. I just wanted to clarify that as far as uh, as of right now, at uh, 6.50, my time, 7.50 years, he has not been found guilty uh, or he's not. And um, convicted. From what I understand, it was his wife that... Um, called so i just i hope the story was blown out of proportion i hope that you know he didn't do it um i'm a supporter of rich Swan. i i like his work i watched him on the indies and stuff before the uh, cruiserweight classic when he was introduced so i just really hope that uh, everything works out and that uh his career can be saved uh, you know what i totally agree with that we all have to remember that the story is just less than 24 hours old and we should wait until all the facts come out before we make judgments because you know what no matter what you think he's still innocent until proven guilty but we all know in the court of public opinion you're guilty until you're proven innocent it's kind of unfortunate but i mean it is what it is and we should just not jump the gun on him yet but it does look bad there's no question about it um if he is formally charged i truly believe the wwe will fire him so we could have just seen the last of Rich Swan in WWE. Um, I definitely pray that this has a positive outcome for him. If he did do it, then he definitely deserves what will get handed down to him. You know, and then some. Because no crime on women, whether it's sexual or whether it's physical, any crime against a woman is not okay, ever. He was supposed to be on Raw Monday, and he was supposed to fight in the number one contenders match. So just like James said with the, the, the King story, call in and, and tell us what you think. Give us your opinions or um, your thoughts, your ideas. We'd love to hear them. Yes, and, you know, look, we're all going to have different opinions. That's fine. Um, but still, I am curious to hear what you guys think about both sets of issues. So please don't, you know, don't be shy about it. No one's going to attack you or, or anything like that. But I am curious because, I mean, Lane and I like dialogue. We like hearing what others have to say. And we like, you know, we would love to respond to what you guys think. So please call in. We would love it. So Lane, we saw some football today, right? Your Cowboys picked up an the Cowboys picked up an impressive victory, 30-10 to 10, against my fiance's Giants. Uh, <laughs> and my Packers in overtime. It should have never gone to overtime. The Packers should be ashamed of themselves, but a win's a win. Yeah, let's talk about that. The, the winless Cleveland. 
took the Green Bay Packers to overtime. Hey, look, Cleveland got their star wide receiver back, Josh Gordon, and Josh Gordon balled out today. And Cleveland deserves a lot of credit, but Cleveland does what Cleveland does, and that's fall apart. And got to give credit to the Packers, rallied from 14 down to force overtime and game-winning touchdown pass by Hundley to Devontae Adams. Cowboys and the Packers both are seven and six. The Vikings losing today sets up an interesting dilemma for Green Bay. If Minnesota can lose their next two games and Green Bay can win their next two, you could have a potential week 17 battle in Green Bay for the NFC North. Fingers crossed on that. And the Cowboys are battling for a wild card, wild card spot right now. Let's see how severe how severe the injury is of Carson Wentz. Because the Cowboys just could have a backdoor that they can sneak into and somehow still get in the playoffs. Up oh, breaking news just came across the screen. They the Eagles fear Carson Wentz has tore his ACL. And if that's the case, this could be the end of the Eagles season right now. So as a Cowboys fan, what are your thoughts? Well, I would first like to say uh, James's opinion and comments do not reflect this podcast to all of our fans in Cleveland. <laughs> and I would say go Cowboys. Well, you know what? If the Packers and the Cowboys finish with the same record and are battling for the same wild card spot, but the Packers get the wild card over you because we beat you. We're going to take one more break and then we're going to hit the sports thing, the football thing, and be done with it. You guys will be right back. All right, guys, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. And before we ended this last segment, I had breaking news come across saying Carson Wentz, the Eagles fear that he has torn his ACL. And if this is true and he has done that, the Eagles season is O-V-E-R over. Over. I don't think they have a viable backup quarterback that can carry the load for Philadelphia. And me being in the Pennsylvania area where it's very Eagle friendly, I have one thing to say to you guys. Ah! (laughs) You guys have been puffing up your chest all year long. I've been seeing you guys around, guys. I've been seeing you around puffing your chest, talking about how big and bad you are. You kind of remind me of Lane's Cowboys because that was in there, big and bad. (laughs) But (laughs) it will, you know, it is a big blow to Philadelphia because people were, you know, talking about them being potential Super Bowl favorites coming out of the NFC. And for a team that hasn't been to a Super Bowl since Donovan McNabb was their quarterback, it's got to feel like a punch in the gut. Come on in. I'm not an Eagles fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. I don't wish the injury on anybody. But, I mean, I mean, just who was the player last week that got injured? This final synopsis. James. Yeah, no, the football player. Oh, oh, there was a football player who got diagnosed with spinal stenosis. I didn't. I want to say Steelers. Yeah, from the oh, Steelers. Yeah. He had injured. He was with surgery. Ryan Shazier was injured when he went down for a tackle, and his head collided, and he, yes, he, um, he ended up having spinal stabilization surgery. Um, 
a few days ago back in Pittsburgh and his career could be over. Could be over. And- yes. I mean, whether it's Seamus or him, I mean, take, take the sport out of it real quick and whose team's who. I mean, that's just, I mean, they're out there doing what they love, whether it's football or wrestling. And you're never going to see that. You can't walk off on your own power or under your own power. And, and then you hear after the dust settles that it's it's worse than it, it thought. You know, it's sad. You know, that's how they feed their families. It's a job. Absolutely right. I wasn't laughing at the Eagles fans because of Winch getting hurt. What I was pretty much, re- you know, referring to was that these guys have puffed up their chest all year and have talked about how big and bad they are. And now, you know, unfortunately, Carson Wentz suffered what could be a serious injury. And I and he carries them. This guy's a second-year player out of North Dakota State. He was a number one pick. And the big strides he made this year only sets up well for his future. He is the face of that franchise, and he will be for the next 12 years. Carson Wentz, in my opinion, will win a Super Bowl for the Eagles. I just He has all the intangibles. I hope for a speedy recovery for him. But as a Packers fan, if we can sneak into the playoffs and deal with one less team, that could be a threat. Same with you. I mean, I bet if you guys sneak into the playoffs, you guys would want one less team that's a threat to get you there. Oh, yes. Let me let me say this. It's, it's not life-threatening. So, I mean, you know, hey, you know, if that helps the Cowboys, so be it. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. And it's just, you know, you don't want to see anyone getting hurt. I mean, it's just the banter back and forth of just good competition. And, I mean, that's all you want. And me, me, point, you know, pointing a finger at the Eagles fans, and it's just all in good fun, not serious. And again, oh, of course. And, and you know, kind of like when you and I go back and forth about the Cowboys and the Packers, which we beat you. Um, it's, it's, we have our good players. Yes. Well, yeah, you did. You had Zeke. You had Zeke. You had Dez. You had Dak. You had Sean Lee. You had Dan. Don't you start with me about that. You had your best players, man. What season was that? This year. When we came back, I don't, you guys I don't, yes, I know. I don't. You have selective memory. We all know this, man. All right, guys. All right, guys. You made it to the end. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the clapping button so I know which segment you like the best. Also, be sure to hit the star button to favorite the station and share it with your friends. Lane, thank you as always. Say bye to everybody. Hug someone, tell them you love them. Peace out. All right, guys. Take care.